0: Is this music? I love, I can't get enough of that sweet music. Hey, how about we get some music on here, huh? There is music
1: on? That's great, I love music. This is good, is this animals? Instruments? That's great.
0: Yo, Yo, Aiden, do the thing. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Happy New Year! Welcome back, episode 156 of the Half and Half podcast. As always, I'm Vasanth Ramdas, joined by my acoustic co-host, Aiden Mangan. How are you, bud? Uh, I'm
1: good. I just I've never been called acoustic before, but Ah, I appreciate it. (laughs)
0: That's not me trying to do the thing that people do in like YouTube videos and TikToks where they're trying to say one word, but they're trying to hide it and not get demonetized or in trouble by saying another word that sounds like it. I was just thinking yeah. this is a music episode and I don't know why that was like the first word that came to mind.
1: So yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm how not even how kidding. about you, man? Ooh,
0: yeah, I've been doing good. I have it written down my original like idea. I didn't do it, but I was going to say something like I was going to say something like Musically inclined and vertically declined, but that seems really rude. Dear
1: God,
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, I've it's said hard. it now I, anyway, but I'm, that seemed like I'm, the yeah, wrong exactly. foot. It, it's out there now. You know, this is like this is like. Do you remember? Um, again, like, do you remember there was that one thing that went viral about this one woman that just texted her friend before uh, giving her upsetting information? She was like, "Are you in the mental space to receive some upsetting news?" Yeah, and it was like well now you gotta do it it's like the same thing with the name it's like i mean i could have said you're a short piece of garbage but (laughs) but i did it i I did not want to start the year off with that energy (laughs) no i'm kidding i'm happy to put on for all the short kings out there yes sir uh short king
0: podcast hosts but you've been doing all right i asked you before we got really
1: rolling here but good holidays treat you well holidays are good man holidays were good um definitely enjoyed it uh nice scene family and all that uh, i think uh i i didn't have a grinch turning my heart three sizes moment which is a little disappointing because you know i was like my heart i felt shrinking i'd like it to grow a little bit a little more christmas spirit next year mm. how to you go of christmas spirit i just want to feel like that christmas, christmas magic did christmas you know? feel weird for you this year because it was like on a monday that's exactly what happened yeah <laughs> that's exactly what happened (laughs) it was very odd celebrating christmas on a monday so i'm happy you felt that too
0: yeah because i was also like i was on vacation with my family so it was like nice i didn't like work or anything that week but yeah yeah just something the vibes of a monday christmas
1: but christmas next year i guess would be tuesday then that's i like that i like that
0: really little i like
1: i i like tuesday christmas honestly Mm. (laughs) Interest? (laughs) any reason why well here's what i'm thinking about okay well let me check if this is actually true for next year no next year is a wednesday oh that's interesting
0: middle of the week christmas so i guess it depending on how your company does holidays monday and tuesday probably off you would think
1: no i the way that my company does it it would be tuesday and thursday i'll have off. tuesday wednesday thursday i'll have off That's but monday will be like a fake work day like no one's gonna monday would be a fake day anything. yeah you're just most my check. clients probably be off at that point yeah it, it you know what actually this is cool i like this and then the 27th i'll take off whatever I like this now. I've decided I'm firmly pro Wednesday. That's the
0: thing, right? Because if you've got Christmas on a Monday, right? Your company maybe gives you like Tuesday off. And then the rest of the week is the rest of the week. People do take Mm -hmm. off during that time. So you can get away with not really doing much, but it feels off. But if it's like the middle of the week, you end up eating up more of the week with actual time off. And then it's just like, okay, I just got to take like a Thursday or a Friday off. And then the day before the break, no one's doing jack shit. So you just log on and don't work.
1: I, I'll say this um, Thursday Christmas pretty ideal you want to know why
0: mm, I wow. get off
1: Wednesday through Friday and then New Year's Day is a Thursday so you take off those days and then it's just like a one day week when you get back that's pretty oh, ideal that is ideal <laughs> and you right, can take New that Year's, one day New Year's off. Day yeah,
0: was also like, a Monday right <laughs>
1: yeah so that's it was it oh my god that's awful it was a monday yeah you, uh, yeah you get monday off uh, it's like rest of the week yeah Oh. Uh, uh. okay christmas 2024 i'm feeling hopeful about christmas 2025 that's uh shifts over another day i'm feeling real good about
0: yeah christmas 2023 could
1: have been better yeah it was say. good though it was good uh, christmas is always
0: good it was good i would like to say i uh would like to add to the we're doing a bit of just talk about the holidays um New Year's Eve, we just like threw on like the, uh, who does the is it NBC who does the, the ball drop stuff to Today Show yeah one of, or whatever one of those things yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we throw on like the YouTube live stream because our parents like to see the whole drop or whatever and we turned yeah. it on yeah. during a very lengthy in memoriam segment
1: <laughs> really that must have got pieces going for the New Year the vibes felt so <laughs> odd just being like all oh,
0: these people died the weirdest yeah. one was Queen Elizabeth who I think died in 2022 so it's just like i think so
1: i think i it feels like so long ago when she died now exactly Um, you know you already know yeah she died in september 2022 that's weird exactly stop milking it it's done (laughs) (laughs) you get one in memoriam lady
0: (laughs) exactly and also look we're an irish guy and an indian guy we're big lizzie's in a
1: box heads over here (laughs) like we're not really trying to we're I I was gonna say I we're giving the British credit now. What is this? (laughs) Exactly, but you know America. Exactly. Come on, but holidays
0: were good. I don't really feel like it felt. It was very like quiet, like for me in general. Like there was a lot of like I had to do a lot of traveling around, so it was kind of a lot, but also at the same time very just sort of not much to report as far as like holiday cheer festivities. But I was okay with the low key one. The vibes were off for christmas but it's okay you know we we had some fun we recorded a great cinephile episode with jason to keep the tradition alive go check that out if you haven't uh if you're still trying to hold on to christmas joy though i don't know if this movie is exactly a christmas joy kind of no no no. it's
1: it's not going to get you in the christmas in the christmas spirit not gonna lie Uh. (laughs) but maybe appropriate for what the 2023 christmas felt like yeah just you know just monday christmas Mm But yeah, no, thank you I... again to Jason yeah. for coming on again. We we always enjoy doing this every year with him, and uh absolutely, we are looking forward to next year's. Which I think that'll be his turn to pick the movie. He gets so the pick this he, year. Yeah, he gets he gets to make it a little more holly jolly if he wants to.
0: If he wants to, we'll have to see. Yeah.
1: Um, he's also issued you a challenge for this year. <laughs> he for has, somebody. yeah. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll get off my lazy button and actually make some cinephiles. We'll say, um. Generally in my life, I'm trying to be more proactive. So this is a good uh this is a good challenge for me right now to do 10 Cinephile episodes this year. Because yeah, I, now because since I'm in a mood of being like, I want to be more proactive this year, I might actually do it. So that, <laughs> like it's gonna be funny. Eight of the
0: episodes come out in January. <laughs> <And> like... <laughs> they're all five minutes long
1: just to be like yeah the movie was good peace <laughs> but then like the
0: rest of the year you just lose the energy like real new year's new year's resolution yeah. falls off in february type thing
1: absolutely yeah yeah you know yeah. I, it, it's funny you mentioned that though because i've been uh weightlifting recently which i i may have mentioned on the show i may not mention it yeah i forget we talked about it um which i've enjoyed so far but i so i've been going like three times a week um and i <laughs> I just started a new project at work that requires me to drive down to Wilmington three times a week. And oh, you're going to, to Delaware? Damn, going to Delaware, man. Joe Biden and state. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, and that requires me to, like I said, take like an, a longer commute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even the like the act of getting back at my apartment. I'm going to sound like such a, such a complainer right now because so many people have so many longer commutes. Came back to my apartment around six p.m. This first week, I have not had the motivation to go to the gym after, <laughs> but but I will keep up my three days a week. So I'll go Friday and Saturday. So and I went Monday. So Respect. It's going to be okay, but I have to adjust a little bit to getting home a little later than typical, even though it's really not that late when you consider everything. Yeah, I just had a busy well, week in general. So yeah, no, I think that's very
0: the reality. Like you know, it's funny. We actually me and my Bob had this conversation after watching mm-hmm. Jawad.
1: <laughs> uh, oh really? Yeah. Wonderful. Obviously, player.
0: Shah Rukh Khan's, like, pushing 60. And he's, like, in incredibly good shape in that movie. And my mom was just, we're yeah. just talking, and she was just like, you know, how does he do it at this age? And I'm like, well, aside from the fact that he's probably taking supplements of some kind. Yeah, and st-
1: stunt doubles. <laughs> yeah, and CG too. and
0: post-editing yeah, yeah. magic. I was like, you know, with a lot of famous people who, like, get in really good shape and, like, do it fairly quickly, aside from all the extracurriculars that are involved in that, mm-hmm. it's also, like, when it's kind of your job to get buff." Like, oh, I'm doing this role for a movie. I'm an actor. I need to get buffed for my job, essentially. It's a lot easier when, like, you know, regular people across a lot of different income brackets are working a job that involves maybe a commute. They might have kids or a partner that obviously they have to dedicate time to and care to. They have friends that maybe they're, you know, they see after work. So there's a lot of like those personal relationships. Sure, actors have those too, but, you know, for them work maybe becomes like the thing they do or working yeah, out becomes yeah. the thing they do for work regular person like you're going to the gym on top of all your other responsibilities so that's why it just becomes more difficult and it's it's such an obvious observation but i think it is something that like sometimes you don't think about it's like yeah, yeah man like and- it's impressive with like an older actor especially is in really good shape or an actor undergoes an incredible physical transformation whether that's yeah you know yeah. for a role or in their personal life gotta give it credit but it is a little easier when you've got resources and one of those resources is time so
1: yeah and i mean like especially when when you're a single man living alone like i you know so many responsibilities more arguably than parents honestly yeah Let's you have get- a podcast <laughs> you have to take care of i i have a podcast i have to take care of i have to meal prep at least twice a week like, come on, you know. You've got movies you gotta watch. I have movies I need to watch. Who
0: else is gonna watch Mean Girls coming out next
1: Friday? Um, not me this Friday, but at one point maybe. I, I, if I'm gonna watch that, I need to let the um, I need to let the crowds die out a little bit on that one. Who
0: else is gonna watch The Beekeeper? now that one i
1: will watch <laughs> we saw the trailer for that while watching
0: some something on some i think it's an nba game on tv yesterday yeah, yeah. so it was like this is the most four bad movie I've
1: ever that's right seen. it is <laughs> jason statham's back um no, oh. i think I'll, i might watch that like someday or something
0: we'll see opening line of that trailer to be or not to be and jason statham going to be to be that's awesome and there's explosions in the trailer someone goes honey's
1: flammable i didn't know that oh, <laughs> right? That's it. he's setting um, people on fire using like honey no yeah it's it, it looks like it's a uh, for the movies of so january of like mid probably which i mean nights outside nights when nights it was terrible but it was hilarious uh, Isn't maybe that to be the case file,
0: january but... is not usually where you're putting out. oh your well mess. yeah jan-
1: january is the dumping ground for movies my friends that's yeah. when it's it is like when studios just want to get rid of anything that they feel like that in a competitive movie season won't make money.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's why in, it's...
1: people typically just don't go in the winter as much as they do in the summer.
0: Yeah, it's the beginning of the year.
1: You got other yeah. stuff probably going on. So you're like, yeah, you got kids are in school. That. That's another thing. It's around know? school. Yeah, Teenagers aren't going to have as much time to just go to a movie like they would in the summer. But
0: you know so. what you can do instead of going to a movie? You can listen to this podcast and listen to us uh, talk yes, about yes. our best albums of 2023. And that's what mm, we're recording yeah. today. yeah Funny how he was that like, works.
1: But sounds like Aiden Don't turn listen to a Cinephile about January. Right now, you're not gonna cheat one of these episodes. No, you're not cheating. <laughs> you will not talk about yeah. Saltburn on this episode. No, sir. <laughs> I second. will not. I just won't talk about Saltburn, period, my friend. <laughs> not worth it. Not worth it, though. No. Um yeah, no, I mean, want to get into it? Or yeah, into
0: uh, it? we usually like starting with like a like a little year retrospective. Uh, obviously, you always outlisten and outwatch media compared to me. So, course, how do you yeah. feel about twenty twenty three from a music standpoint? Complicated.
1: That's where I okay. feel about it.
0: Complicated.
1: Complicated. Um, I my best albums of the year. I all I do really like, like I do every mm-hmm. year um i don't think this was one of the more good or bad years i think it was overall kind of unmemorable for me mm-hmm. i didn't like gravitate to as much as i typically do mm-hmm. and that wasn't for lack of trying i just felt like there was a lot of albums that i kind of thought were in like that fine to okay tier and
0: i think you said that earlier too like at the beginning of the year we were talking yeah. about and you were saying like I'm waiting for like that first really incredible album to hit, and it just we eventually
1: we eventually got some of those, which like I'm, I I'll talk about those ones I do think are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, this year I I just felt that they're particularly in the mainstream too. I like what what big artist released like a really good album. I don't
0: know, like really none I of them. Yachty? That was super early in
1: the year. Well, well, uh, well, okay. Well, I do mean um okay i'll allow that that's fair i mean like your stars you know yadi's a star too within hip-hop but i mean like your mainstream stars yeah drake album was divisive at best yeah didn't really love that post malone album who even remembers
0: that one taylor's just doing taylor's versions which like are new ish in a way but like those are kind of weird
1: those are re-releases those don't count those are
0: remasters in a sense yeah
1: exactly like you know, the weekend didn't release anything. but... Olivia Rodrigo, did that... pretty good. Oh, her Olivia, her album was her album was good. It didn't make my top ten, but her album was good. That was, oh, was oh, going to my... be an
0: honorable mention. She was like later in the year, I guess, too. Yeah, no, she did good. One. I liked hers. But... She,
1: yeah, yeah, she had her album was good. Um, yeah, if I'm like looking at like the one.
0: Spotify most streamed artists, I do agree. I think the the stars didn't really come out to play this year, as far as like yeah. the music.
1: So it it, it becomes a little harder to judge because there weren't as many like landmark moments and releases, you know, Mm -hmm. like last year. And I'm not saying this because like, obviously, I I listened to like over 60 albums this year. I obviously wasn't just listening to mainstream stuff. Um, But that usually is what defines a year. is like when the big artists come to play. I think last year's list we had like you had The Weeknd on it, maybe or maybe that was the year before. When was After Hours? or Don fm rather i guess Don fm i mean was that i think it was was last year
0: 2022 right 2022
1: i guess yeah yeah so last year's list then yeah um like you had Don fm on there that was not much for me we both had beyonce on there you know some big artists like really did show up with quality material and this year i'm like i didn't get that much from the bigger artists which makes the year feel a little bit more anonymous to me
0: yeah, and we've got some stuff coming out. Like there's an Ariana Grande project yeah. coming out tomorrow.
1: Yeah. A- again, soon. it just it, it it makes the year just feel a bit more anonymous to me than other years. Um, but it it's again, I, I think that my top 10 are all very strong. Mm-hmm. And I I again my worst albums, I'm just gonna say like I had similar feelings last year. We aren't doing worst albums this week, but um Bad music has changed quite a bit, yeah, where it's just very much like radio friendly generic stuff usually now when bad music, I feel before everything became so playlist music like was more interesting. We've lost the recipe for how to make fun bad music, <laughs> yeah, exactly. stuff that like, really can like you you can laugh at. Like, we, like, when was the last time you had an album that was bad in the, in the way of, like, g Easy doing that one acoustic album? Logic, I think the Vitz, not uh, uh Vic Mensa punk rock album was laughably really bad. Vic Mensa punk rock. Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> what, Lemonade like, for Day. Us has, like, a special place, obviously. Yeah. The Big Day. Like, things like that. You know, these, like, event albums are disasters. Yeah. Um, big day is such a rare like that because that's that one, is, that one is it's that one is the peak
0: of your powers yeah. and like it's exactly. pretty unanimously unanimously my bad i was gonna say you <laughs> <unanimously. laughs> not Un- unanimously
1: yes Ugh. yeah for, but, like for that. everyone hated it <laughs> Like he had to about? cancel his tour it was that bad chance really like it got bad
0: dude that's all i don't i wouldn't put that as the bar just because i don't think you're gonna give that very <laughs> no off, i that's know that's like a historic
1: bomb but, of an album yeah, but I, I don't know. I just feel like bad music hasn't been as interesting as it was yeah. in the past, which is it's which a lot is another. But maybe that's maybe that's well, my fault too. Like maybe I just aren't like maybe I'm not looking deep enough. But we're not looking like, for the bad music. And, and yeah, because yeah.
0: like sometimes I think we see like genre swap albums tend to be like, oh, this could be a really awful one. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I think maybe it's because every genre swap feels like it's just like someone going indie.
1: It's yeah, like
0: exactly. There's not as much sort of personality to how bad it is or something to it right yeah exactly because like you said people have kind of figured out how to make like generic music music in a genre Mm -hmm. but maybe there's not as much like personality to how bad it is which you could argue is worse so yeah exactly yeah i'd agree with you music last year i'd say was pretty consistent in that like I don't think that it was very, like, like kind of in that middle. Like, there wasn't a lot that was standing out in either direction. It was fairly consistent, though. Like, you could listen to an album uh, for, let's say, like, semi-notable to really notable releases, and they were usually fine, you know, I think, in general. So, in my limited listening, I would say the year as a whole was just okay. It was a fine year. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the albums on this list were obviously, like, the ones that we pick out that are like here are the standouts but it wasn't a very hard list for me to make and that i was pretty clear on like what the best were Mm -hmm. the end of the list took a little bit of thought maybe like who are the eight nine ten as it usually does but like there's years in the past where it's like a fight to figure out the entire ten because there's so many and you feel bad because you're leaving off like a billion different projects but this year yeah there's like a few that i'm like i wish i either listened or i could have put on here but it's not it wasn't that difficult really to me yeah like yeah. to me the I,
1: top five specifically was pretty obvious from the jump yeah i i think the only like argument i really have myself is like the 10 were pretty like okay i'll say this one through nine were absolutely set 10 i had like a little back and forth on yeah um but one through nine it was just more the order for me just being like do i like this one a little better than this one you know like you're just kind of like working that out outside of that it I didn't really mm-hmm. have too much competition to actually get on the list that mm-hmm. I maybe have had in other years. Yeah. But talked about the
0: year. I think we'll go ahead and do this in classic half and half fashion and do 10 through five UV yeah. and then just bounce it back and forth. And then we'll hit our number ones at the same time. So do you want to go through your 10 through? Yeah. It's 10 yeah. through six, right?
1: Yeah. 10 through six. Yeah. And then we do five through two and then one and one. Yep. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'll start it out then. Uh, my number 10 this year uh, came out, I think, literally in the first week of 2022. Maybe the <laughs> second week, just like just after New Year, basically. Got on the list. It set itself up for success immediately. <laughs> yeah, which so could, good. And I'll say it was some of I didn't particularly expect due to his, like, trajectory entering the year to mm-hmm. be on here. But, like, I'll say he had a very good uh, 2023 overall. Um, Lil Yachty with Let's Start Here. Yep. Uh, on a lot of top tens. On a lot of top tens, year. definitely. Um, I think that it's definitely the most interesting stuff he's done since his mixtape days with, like, the original Little Boat. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think ever since then Yadi's just released a lot of very uninteresting music, uh, which is in like I I don't like saying that necessarily because Yadi is seems like a a nice enough guy, Um, and seems like he genuinely likes making music too. So like I and he's I feel capable. That...
0: He it's capable. Weird no, he's weird he's
1: not. Great. He's a pretty yeah. solid feature artist
0: most of the exactly, time, even during yeah. the run where his solo stuff wasn't hitting. Good feature yeah. artist. So it was
1: always yeah, kind of weird he couldn't really. He, he's always definitely been a capable rapper um and he's definitely been a capable artist and i like i like you're saying i always felt a little like bad being like i don't like his music that much but um he came together with an album that i thought was pretty strong this year uh he in, he embraced some more psychedelic and funk and disco elements into his not like, really a rap album right <laughs> if anything it's barely um, yeah like it, it, it's i it, overall it's like the hip-hop to pop record, somewhere in between that.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, there's a lot more singing, which I think was interesting too. I thought he did some interesting things with auto tune in his voice in this album, too. Um yep. the most interesting stuff he's done with auto-tune since Lil Boat, probably. Yeah. because uh, he did do some interesting things back then, back then with it too. But yeah, no, I, I think um what holds it back from being higher is that I feel it's a bit messy in the sense that. There's tracks on here that are very strong. Then there's other tracks that I feel are fairly forgettable. But it's strong ones are strong enough to me that I think it is worthy of mention at number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Including some of those best songs on there for me. It I would definitely say The Ride is one of my favorite tracks of the year, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had that one playing nonstop the entire year. Uh, yeah. Drive Me Crazy. Very fun, funky, disco-y song. Uh, very nice feature vocals. And um I would say too pretty. I I enjoyed a lot too. So I would say Yachty, I think, like I think it's a very good step forward for him. I'm interested to see what he does next and what direction he goes forward with. Uh, but I think he, just on, on on a basis of putting together a cohesive vision for an album, I think he took a very large step forward this year. Yeah. And I mean. I personally take,
0: and you know, everyone's allowed to have their opinion and disagree. I take issue with, like, Yadi's statement kind of suggesting that hip-hop is, like, a limiting genre in a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: that, that stuff, I disagree with him on.
0: Yeah. But I do respect him, like, being like, you know, I'm going to try and, like, move away. Like, move out of the my hip-hop lane and try something different. Because mm-hmm. he personally may have felt limited by what he could do in hip-hop. Yeah. And that maybe something that's like hip hop mixed with some other styles gives him more freedom and flexibility for the way he makes his music and makes his art. So Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. And yeah, I think it's really cool that he started the year with a project and everyone was like, oh, my God, like like it was kind of a very like broad reception was was
1: was really positive, like from people across the board. I I was very happy for him that he took such a risk and it paid off. (laughs)
0: Album cover sucks though. I album cover does suck, yeah. But yeah, it's like AI do. looking art. It's weird. It's <laughs> what are you gonna do though? It. Yeah, but good project from Yadi. Definitely deserves a spot on the list on your list. Yeah. It makes sense. It's it's usually on people's list. So
1: yeah, yeah. It. Um. Yeah. Going on to number nine. Then um. I, I won't spend too much time on this because I know we'll talk about it later as well. Because I know it's on your list too. Okay. um I might need your help with the artist pronunciation actually uh bewitched by Lofi. I call her Lofi.
0: I have no clue I feel bad because it's something that I can really figure out fairly easily so we apologize
1: yeah, yeah. I I think like Lofi or something maybe I'll verify during, like once this call drops off because I yeah, we gonna take a break with... after this she didn't problems. she didn't interview with Nardwar she, she would say her name in that so um I'll figure that out after that uh, but yeah, no, I, I feel like we'll talk, we'll get into a more in-depth discussion about it a bit later, but very, very nice, interesting, different sounding, because it's very throwbacky in its sound. Uh, jazz-inspired singer-songwriter type album. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a very interesting voice, very, she's a very talented um writer as well. And I think that, she someone clearly hurt her and i hope she's doing well <laughs> um, that's a good takeaway from that one she's definitely been hurt yeah i'd agree she's she's definitely been hurt um but i again i think we're gonna get into a little bit of a larger discussion of it later so i'm gonna kind of like keep it to those comments as of now just gonna say that i think that for an out al- for an album that could have been limited by being so lo-fi and so um so focused. reserved in its approach and so yeah. focused in its approach. I thought that she did a lot as a performer to really elevate a lot of these songs and bring a lot of emotion in her delivery and bring again just very well-written songs and just a very focused album that is really, really good. And some of my favorite songs I would say are like Love Sick and From the Start.
0: Yeah, it um, also I think just to add one little thing to what you said yeah. as well, like it's the emotion, right? I mean, like you saying, like mm-hmm. man, who hurt her? Like you feel That's it, the, you, hurt, you feel it.
1: <laughs> the hurt is palpable. It is real. Yeah, it's real. Um, but yeah, well, I I know we're gonna talk about that one more later, so I'll move on to my number eight. Sure. Yeah. Um, paramore. This is why. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! This one definitely like. I, I I loved it when I first heard it and this one just continued to grow on me as more of the song stayed in my rotation as a year carried Fairly on. early in the year release, I think. Too. Yeah, I think it was like a March release or something around yeah. that. Um, Yeah, no, Paramore, they don't need any introduction at this point, obviously. They've been one of the most successful rock bands over the past like decade and a half. Yeah, Steph Curry singing their songs at a concert. I mean. <laughs> yeah, almost, honestly, almost like 20 years. I feel like Misery Business must have came out in like 2006 or something yeah so, it's like
0: a it's like
1: early mid
0: two thousands punk, like, yeah in the peak exactly. of that era so
1: and paramore, they they've gone through periods of hiatus and things like that. and they came back together to release an album uh, this year. Uh, and what was interesting was that they were coming back together in a environment that was very much ready for more pop punk stuff like they did when they were a younger band. Because yeah, that's massive right now. That bag, yeah, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly, even though his music's awful, um, Olivia it's Rodrigo, doing well music, for him. yeah, Olivia Rodrigo, whose music is much better uh, mm-hmm. than MGK's. A very commercially successful genre right now, very viable genre. I honestly, I honestly am starting to see. I think that, I think that trend is kind of closing a bit already into just a few people. But either way, um, they came back and they did something completely different they went into a more grunge slash post grunge inspired sound. It sounds very late nineties and two thousands in the best ways. And Mm -hmm. like, I just such a daring decision to do when you are in such a environment that is so commercially ready for you to just do something completely different and do something that's not unlike anything you've released previously. Mm hmm and i think they crushed it i yeah it's more mellow
0: it's when i say more mature i don't want to suggest that the like pop punk that they made earlier on that was more aggressive is like immature in a bad way but in a way they're like they're older now right they've experienced things throughout their time as a band and it feels like the music is reflective of that because it's got a little more of like a measured approach i guess compared to like misery business or something from earlier in their career which is still great music
1: but yeah and definitely definitely my my favorite rock record i heard from like an american artist all year absolutely mm-hmm. um they Haley williams as a front woman has just become such a powerful figure in music at this point yeah that it's just at this point i'm like yeah Haley, you, you got it you can't do anything wrong like you just take the band whatever genre you want to do you want to do country next fine like i don't like i'd be singer songwriter
0: paramore would be kind of cool <laughs>
1: yeah exactly i'm like sure sign me up i'm in you got it (laughs) but uh yeah that's kind of like my thoughts on some of my favorite songs on it uh would be big man little dignity love that one Mm -hmm. uh figure eight another one that goes hard and uh the news and this is why as well um definitely some of my favorite tracks on there
0: so. Yeah, I, I think, and I'll just add one more thing because I think this is another project that we'll get into more later. Is just, yeah, you said about like Haley Williams has been like a damn good performer for like a long time, right? Like, I didn't think, yeah, I think like 20 years like, now, right? she's like 20 years
1: old, and it's like, yeah. she's still good. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's it's incredible longevity. It, it's still you, you like everyone it's still like everyone's woman crush, you know. So, you know. Exactly. Well the thing is she blew up when she was like 17 or 18 years know, old. It's impressive though, man. Like, so she's 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 been so successful for so long. And I looked it up the other day. She's only like 35 years old, man. But yeah, that's what's crazy. It's, like, it's kind of like
0: it's kind of like Taylor Swift in that way where you think yeah. they're so much older because they've experienced success at a young age and maintained it for, like, yeah, exactly. decades upon decades. And to be, like, still, like, they're relevant, you know, I alluded to being, like, she's, like, a popular figure. Yeah, People by the way, you got less her. than a
1: minute, so yeah, on this call, so but I'll right. switch to the other one. But no, you're right, absolutely. Yeah,
0: but cool, that was your number eight? Yeah, so we'll get
1: to the next call. We'll yeah, we'll the take a break,
0: side. be back with your number seven. And we are back after uh, taking our mandated break from the Zoom gods. Aiden, we left off, I think you're on number seven,
1: so we're on number seven but correction lofe is pronounced luve Louve wouldn't have guessed Loo-Vay. it but nardwar yes he's enlightened us Louve Th- has enlightened us thank you nardwar for doing an interview with her because i could immediately look at that and figure out the pronunciation so thank you That's nardwar it's a lovely interview uh, to recommend people it check is it out. yeah yeah it's very nice at most nardwar interviews are wonderfully wholesome so. <laughs> except for which one
0: Cardi was Cardi like weirdly Car- Cardi was it Cardi's to a
1: little rude with him yeah it's like some some artists have been rude to him that's okay. they just don't get it <laughs> um yeah so let's go to number seven then my okay. number seven is that feels good by Jessie Ware uh Jessie Ware is a I believe British pop singer I put one of her albums at least as an honorable mention I feel like it made a list Mm-hmm. Back in maybe 2020 when it right. came out. um, And what was that album called again? Let me figure that out real quick. Um, What's Your Pleasure. And What's Your Pleasure is right. a very good pop album as well. That did come out in 2020. I think that was like my number 10 that year or something. Um, Very good pop album. And I saw her new one kind of appear on my release radar. And I went to take another look. Um, very happy with it and incredibly grateful because my my brother it is a first step in the disco revival yes sir <laughs> she she is pioneering the disco revival as we speak any um, jesse where at the new year's party you were at no no because you know i didn't have control of the ox on that one i did go to for the people that don't know i did go to a disco themed new year's eve party it was a great time um next time you know, it happens got some jesse Ware will be on the list the playlist absolutely for sure absolutely got to boogie yogi a lot um no this this is just a really strong pop album from her and the best the best way i could describe it is that it's music you want to strut to mm. you know like you like you put the album on and you want to be like john travolta in saturday night fever and staying alive just go like you know what i'm gonna do you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna strut and then going and strutting you know just strutting around yeah. the city of New York, mm-hmm. strutting. <laughs> I guess or like for symbiote her, Toby no McGuire. <laughs> symbiote Toby McGuire. Absolutely. <laughs> walking around, going into bars, going, now dig on this and doing like the weird like pelvic thrust. Never mind. You don't want to do that part. <laughs> that was bad. Maybe the point at <laughs> some random people on the street, like the snapping at random people in the street and snapping it. Yeah, that. Yeah exactly it makes you very emo peter when you're listening in the in the fun goofy ways not the bad ways um yeah not like when he hits a woman (laughs) okay i didn't want to say it
0: (laughs) don't do that regardless no music music. yeah um
1: yeah don't do that but no yeah just incredibly fun pop music just with a great disco lean i genuinely am fully champ championing the disco revival right now i think that with the new production sensibilities we have plus a lot of talented up-and-coming artists i think disco is a genre that could actually have a really fun renaissance right now yeah. um and also like I think, a modern I think america- twist revival kind of thing exactly yeah. and i think america needs it honestly america needs to boogie yeah too, like pop music has been just too dark and depressing for the past few years and i honestly i think that's i think that's why country blew up this year so much and maybe that's why i felt like this year was so honest because i'm not really a country listener um right but i think like people are craving for like for for country it's like you know beer open sun on sun in the sky beachy type thing typically is what gets popular from that genre um yeah. there are exceptions obviously but that's, like, the type of country that's very popular. Morgan Wallen, for example, is massive. Um, but I think uh, on the other side, too, the South. I want you to picture something, right? I'm picturing. It's a Friday night. Got it. That's you tomorrow boys, for us. Yeah. It is, yeah. You and your boys, right? And I guess in Philadelphia, that's, like, me and, like, my brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, me
1: and two Mangans. me no all three you know me and john are all there (laughs) sure we're all we're all getting ready to boogie okay and it's a friday night right it's a friday night we all have white suits on the disco type you know what i'm talking about right yeah go to a disco Mm. disco ball going in the ceiling lights blaring jesse is on the speakers we would heal this country in minutes i just you need to understand that
0: <laughs> so basically what i'm
1: hearing is you will vote
0: for whichever president promises a disco revival
1: yeah dude i'm in <laughs> whichever president because you know i'm bringing disco back i'm like yeah you are here's my vote <laughs> it's like, that, sounds, wants to, that sounds like a be- i will say that that like a beautiful night out <laughs> absolutely vivek nikki haley do you want to catch up to trump and still disco fridays in this country yeah nikki (laughs) i know you didn't know that the
0: cause of the civil war was slavery or you didn't really want to say it for some reason so (laughs) maybe talking about
1: disco i know how to fix this for you (laughs) disco fridays absolutely uh no i I think i think i think that's a good thing that we could bring back just disco and this again this is This is the first step here. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for this first step. And she does it well, it sounds like. Incredibly. Very well. well. Very, very well. Very fun album. Really enjoyed it. Some of my favorite tracks on it. Pearls, These Lips, That Feels Good, and um, Freak Me Now. Yeah, those names, you know from that. You gotta strut. Oh, Freak Me Now, especially. Yeah, you gotta strut, my friend. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, love love that album. So thank you for that, Jesse um and i look forward to hearing more from you in the future uh my number six is another pop album uh it's caroline Polchek's desire i want to turn into you Mm. and i think that yeah you have you you, i think that's going to be on your top 10 as well um right
0: but you can speak to it okay you probably have more to say than i do because it's kind of like a different album for me so i maybe can't talk okay. about it as well so 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 i should talk my talk got it All right. talk your talk <laughs> and i'll add stuff whenever i talk about it on my list
1: uh yeah so caroline polchek came onto the pop scene a few years ago i want to say about 2019 even she's been making music for a long time apparently but she she was in like an on. indie group or something i think prior to going solo i think so Yeah. Um. Yeah, her, her first album was 2019. I've actually never listened to her debut record, which is bad on me. But her debut record has one of the more perfect pop songs I've ever heard, which is So Hot, You're Hurting My Feelings, which is a wonderful song. It is so well produced and she sounds amazing on it. And it has a like auto-tune, just like wailing solo, basically, where she just hits a bunch of notes while saying like, I think what she did was she recorded herself saying, show me the banana and like chopped it a little bit and made it sound like, like add synths to it. It's very, it's very interesting. It's a wonderful song. If you've never heard so hot. You're hurting my feelings. Um, I never got around to listening to her album, but she was always on my radar because of that song. And I found she was releasing something this year. I was like, I'm, yes, I'll listen to this. I will immediately get into it. I got into it. It's really, really great pop music. And it's very um out of the box type production it's just there's a lot of songs on here that are very unique and taking i would say taking inspiration it's not it's not pc music pc music's a very out there version of pop music but it's definitely taking inspiration from some of the artists out there it's creative pop um, music
0: for sure it's definitely not in
1: the realm of expectation yeah exactly i wouldn't i would not imagine hearing most of these songs outside maybe like bunny as a rider and welcome to my island on a pop station yeah uh but add in her voice, which is just incredibly unique. It's very like very captivating too. And you add this interesting production, these very strong, strongly written um arrangements for the songs. And add in just how creative everything is. And it's just such, it's such an like really, really strong pop album. And it's one of those it's one of those albums, too, where it's like there really is not much on here that I could have said she would like could have done better. It's like, oh, maybe one track was went a little long. Maybe it's like there's nitpicky things, but it really is just a very, very strong pop album. And I want you all to understand that's my number six. OK, so I really like my top five. So I want you to understand that. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that, that's kind of my thoughts on what you want to say about
0: this song. Yeah, I mean, I think with her, it's just like you said, like her voice is, it's really good. She's a great singer, but it, there's like, I don't know if it's like the way like she inflects or the way she delivers, but she does a lot of creative things with her delivery, mm-hmm. the way she uses yeah. her voice. Uh, The production is definitely not like typical pop fare, and that's good. It makes it different and interesting, but yeah. not in a way where like you kind of like... It's so weird as an album because it feels very cohesive, despite the fact that there isn't really a consistent sound throughout (laughs) the project. No, Uh, that's kind of why I guess it almost works. It's like there's like a methodology to kind of the madness of the way the album is sequenced and produced.
1: And one thing I should mention too about her voice too that you kind of brought up that you kind of touched on a little bit the her way of doing like long note vocal runs is just so it just sounds so unique because of her voice like when she does a long holding note and then add, like goes up or down her register during it yeah there's not anyone there There might not be anyone in music that sounds better doing that right now <laughs> she it's so distinctive it's so and
0: this crazy. has nothing to do with like where an album breaks i think it has one of the best album covers of the year that album cover is great I it's agree. really That's cool awesome.
1: yeah it's, which, again, I feel like album art doesn't really get as much attention anymore. Um, But that, a that's like, that is a bummer. That's the type of album art that's so good it could be a poster in someone's room.
0: Yeah, her, like, like the train yeah. into the beach kind of thing with her crawling yeah. towards the beach with the headphones on. It's really good. It,
1: it's it's so cool looking. But, but yeah, yeah uh, your 1036. So six, yeah, right? some, I was just going to say, some of my favorite tracks on My favorite one, Pretty Impossible. Excellent song. She sounds like, like I said, her long holding vocal runs in there. So, and that ridiculous. song
0: is very much like structure. Like, a lot of the songs are kind of structureless. Like, they kind of, yeah, issue yeah, shoe the like verse, chorus, verse, chorus thing a lot of the time, mm-hmm.
1: which is fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bunny is a Rider. It's a great Welcome song. To- yeah, Bunny is a Rider is incredible. <laughs> that one's so good. I think Bob's, and, dude. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to My Island. And uh, I would say sunset as well. Some of my favorites on there. So, yeah, it's a good yeah. kind of album. Yeah, definitely. The song. Um, let's do it. You are up, my friend. Yeah,
0: number ten. Going to start off like with Louve, an artist that I out whose name I might mispronounce. Uh, I believe it's Amare. Amare. Amare.
1: Amare. 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 I apologize for the mispronunciation. I, I, I would imagine it's it's Mare or Amare. Amare. Yeah but we can this will be another one we can look up after yeah and amend ourselves good, yeah.
0: apologies to
1: any fans apologies, or if yeah. she
0: decides to listen which welcome <laughs> oh um, god <laughs> but, nervous, uh, man. <laughs> number 10 is her project fountain baby which i discovered because uh one of the songs on this album angels in tibet was on our playlist it was one of the story or you know we were doing like story posts trying to do it every day where we'd add a song to a playlist where Aiden and I would suggest yeah, different the song. songs. I
1: got I got songs for the play. playlist. Start doing that again.
0: <laughs> We're gonna bring it back. We the, we, we right, posted cool. about the story of the show. We're gonna revamp the you know, some yeah. things and be more consistent is the plan. The, it's
1: the goal. The the last song on that playlist right now is the evangelion theme the song. they need to add
0: more. It's the end actually that's why it's it is the fun. end
1: actually you're right. Yeah. But you know yeah it's the end of everything. You're right. reached
0: the end of evangelion so yeah but yeah Aiden suggested angels of tibet and Mm -hmm. i usually like i know some of the songs you suggest but some of them i don't and i'll like listen to them or i'll listen to the playlist and listen to them that way and Mm -hmm. what i like my first takeaway for her she's got like a really unique voice yeah like this sort of like baby voice this baby voice quality and it's not like sometimes people hear baby voice and they think like Alvin of the Chipmunks or like that type of like yeah, annoying, yeah. modulated baby voice. But it's not that. It's clearly very natural for her to do. And I think it works really well. And mm-hmm. she's a great performer. Like, oh, vocals is, like, incredible performer, great energy, charisma is like oozing through the speakers. And I think she's a great vocalist. Like the baby voice sounds good.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's it's interesting because it take, for me, it took a moment to get used to it because yeah. it is very high pitched, um, which is not typically like a voice I would gravitate to. But she has, it's the way she's just so interesting and she makes it sound so good. Yeah, it helps her stand out
0: and it works incredibly well with the production. And the production on this album is just
1: flat out really good. That's why. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she she brings in a lot of inspiration from R and B, Afrobeat type things, and mm-hmm. um, because I believe I, I believe she's Ghanaian, a, like I think. Ghanaian, right? Yeah, yeah, Ga- she's Ghanaian American. Yeah, so she, I think she definitely brought in some of that sound of like the more Afrobeat type things, and add in her voice and just like her first of all her. I'm not exactly sure who did all the production for the album, but oh my God. Right. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's her, a
0: team, a mix, incredible yeah. job. And like certain tracks that like, you know, I'll highlight my like top three tracks. That's what I'm doing for mm-hmm. all of these. I'll give a top three, yeah, but yeah. counterfeit and come home to God, really great mm-hmm. production. Counterfeit's got like an incredible, like energy pulsating through it. Come home to God oh, is yeah. like layered really well. Like it just sounds good. It's very well. Yeah. Played. 100%. Um, I said it kind of at the beginning. Amara has got great personality. Uh yeah. It's she like as a listener, you feel as empowered and sexy as she clearly feels when she is singing these songs. Mm-hmm. And there's just something about her, like this infectious magnetic quality that like the tracks are just great. They like hook you in really quickly. Yeah. And what helps with the hooking you in is she can write like the yeah, hooks yeah. are good. They're, hooks are They're really hard. good. <laughs> yeah. Angels in Tibet counterfeit again. Uh, yeah. there's like some fun stuff she does on like the verses and songs like uh, sociopathic dance queen sex violent suicide so there's like a mix of like earwormy refrains cool just sounding lyrics and you know runs and then some really visual like really good like use of language that really helps you kind of visualize what she's talking about so yeah she's a really good songwriter for hooks and verses yeah and- exactly uh, you talked about a disco revival. These songs
1: need to get played at the club. Oh, oh my God, yeah. A hundred could, could you imagine the club if um, Angels and Spet came on? Make the clubs horny again. <laughs> <laughs> also, if CoStar went on, or Reckless and Sweat or any like most of the tracks. on your A disguise. lot of the songs on Go here. Come on. Yeah.
0: We're bringing back disco and horniness. Respectful, horniness. Respectfully,
1: respectfully. <laughs> Guys,
0: listen. Respectful. Okay. Consensual horniness,
1: yeah, with a disco ball. We're bringing it back. That's right. Disco balls are required now. Every yes. club in America must have a disco ball going. Forward. Disco
0: balls and, like, you know, like the little sprinkler should go off every so often to get people,
1: yeah, keep you, people know, wet.
0: Maybe? Excuse you know, me. Yeah, song, song.
1: Song. I should run for president. You want to know why? Because <laughs> sure. <laughs> Because Chris Christie just dropped out and I need to fill the niche of a person that no one is gonna vote for in their right mind. So I need to with live... ties to New Jersey. Yeah, with ties to New Jersey, even better. So I'm running, I'm going, I'm running, and I, I'm not even 35. I don't care. Sue me, whatever. Like try and hold me from being in the office. When America hears about Disco Friday, they're gonna they're gonna it doesn't matter. Okay. Disco Friday and Amare Saturday they they will re- yeah amare saturday disco friday are you kidding me they're gonna rewrite the constitution to let me in okay
0: <laughs> you heard it here first folks he's announcing his kid on episode 156 of that amen lineup. amen um, before i go yeah i'll move on uh top three tracks angels in tibet sociopathic dance queen and counterfeit and then my favorite for all of these i'm also doing a favorite lyric so from sociopathic oh, dance okay. queen she says Purple like the colors of the moon, left you in my garden in the nude, pick you, take a bite into the fruit, acid pussy, drop it from a noose. Awesome. Just <laughs> That's great incredible That's so descriptive.
1: Great. <laughs> That's crazy. That's it. She's great. It's all good. Yeah, you, you all you all are realizing like, uh Vasad put in more effort into make getting his thoughts and notes together than I did this year. <laughs> well this year I told
0: myself I'd have notes because like I mean a surprise you guys could tell sometimes we kind of like we, we come up with topics we do have like pre-show meetings about what we're gonna talk about but like yeah. I just wanted to be a little more on rails this year. Not like in the sense like I'm limiting myself, but I just wanted to like know what I'm gonna say a little bit.
1: Yeah. Wait, just remember this, okay? Basant, the man running against me in the presidency he's using a teleprompter this is all off the cuff for me i'm running I'm against honest. you <laughs> yeah you are i'm being honest to the american people while well, you're not the south you're feeding them a bag of lies and feeding them corporate speak and the wokeism and other things people hate i don't know like there's whatever. enough indian
0: <laughs> men with the initials vr running for political office right now we don't need another <laughs>
1: I didn't realize that's funny. You guys still have
0: the same initials. Wow. Yeah, he's V-Rob just like me. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: funny. Dang. Yeah, sorry about that, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about it too, man. But number nine is... Number nine is... Like, I like this project a lot. It's also, like, the funniest inclusion on this list because I feel like it, it doesn't fit with any of the other things on the list. But number nine is Ganger by V's, rapper out of Detroit. And... My first note is, if you don't like this music, you're just old. Hate to break it to okay, you. Okay, You're not listening I... to Ganger, you're an old person.
1: <laughs> I've never heard this, so I can't comment. I, I've never heard any of this. So. It's
0: He's just fun to listen to. It's literally just a great classic formula in modern <laughs> rap where it's fun production and someone just floating on that beat saying mm-hmm. stuff that ranges from like really funny to like being a little ignorant not like in an offensive way but you know what I mean just being like kind of just like it's not trying to say anything profound and that's okay and I can I gritty to these songs I can't gritty but if I could yeah well I was
1: gonna say the answer is Aiden no you shouldn't gritty to any song. <laughs> Well, listen. If fucking Mike Gisecki, other people, gritty, yeah, I was gonna say other people can take that for me. Well, Mike I Mike
0: can't gritty. That's the point. Adam Schefter yeah, tore his yeah. meniscus trying to gritty. You could gritty. Oh God, I forgot about that.
1: That's hilarious. How did he? How did, that's I don't know, how do you? Play I t- wouldn't let anyone. I 38? would not
0: live that doubt if I tore my shit trying to do a dance move for like the younger kids. So I know,
1: right, man. That, that's just getting a bit too bold.
0: It is, but but the production. On ganger rocks it's like a mix of like those like detroit style like key type instrumentals with some like old school like kind of like sounding production but it's got like a lot of knock a lot of punch to it and he's even thrown a couple of melodic tracks are thrown in there and like the thing that i think i really enjoy is like these and his production are like almost like mind melded they're like an entity because he's like got like a very sleepy delivery But there is some variety to it. You know, sometimes it'll be like a little kind of laid back melody. Sometimes it's like kind of almost like whisper rap with like some rasp in his voice. And look, and I say this not in a derogatory way. Sometimes it's a little mumble rappy, but it's fun. I like it. And when talking about the beat and him kind of being one, the best way to describe his flow is it's like a trust fall where like Mm. he's like on the beat, like he's just running on the beat throwing out a bar here a bar there and he just knows that the beat is always going to catch him wherever he goes right like Mm. he'll like change up the flow it almost feels like he's like talking but the beat and him are just kind of on that same page where like it's just catching it perfectly so it just sounds great that's like the best way i could describe it it's just like almost like he knows that he's going to like start a flow and he's like the beat's going to find me no matter what because it's produced i assume he produces or is like involved heavily in the production of these songs you know and yeah this is a weird thing to invoke so hear me out but listening to ganger reminded me of when i first before he is who he is today when i first listened to the baby like when baby on baby had come out yeah I yeah listen to it Where like it's like this fun charismatic guy uh they're not similar in terms of how they rap or their production choices but like that same like oh i've never heard this guy before and it's just like Fun. I'm just enjoying listening to this person. There's a personality here, and it's yeah. enjoyable. Hopefully, V's doesn't go down the baby route, but like of just becoming irrelevant, not knowing how to rap over anything. And I, I will say, his production's pretty varied within its sort of modern rap sound. So I don't think he's gonna just be rapping over the same like, you know, Jetson made another one beat, <laughs> but that same sort of. It was really yeah. enjoyable just to listen to like, and for me, like a new artist. And be like, oh my, like, I just love the personality and the production choices and the sleepy way he raps. And something I'm going to bring up a lot, because it's just something that, like, I kind of care about when I listen to music. is like the atmosphere and this sort of, like, sleepy flow with, like, a, the almost, like, hypnotic production. Just feel like I'm floating the entire time listening to this thing. And it's fun. Just feels like you're hanging with your buddies, doing some dumb shit and listen to some fun music and there's something i can appreciate (laughs) in that so it's it's awesome he's just a fun listen and i'll say this with ranking these projects uh i'm not gonna say like why one like the reason one is 10 and one is nine or one is you know six and one is five is really just what did i listen to more what did i come back to more it's not really an indictment on anything (laughs) like you're in the top 10 you're a good album yeah yeah so he gets to be nine uh my top three tracks are uh get off my dick or g-o-m-d you know Mm -hmm. i and who the one and now here's my favorite lyric aiden you've not listened to this so this will give you an idea of what v's is like okay Uh, favorite lyric off of sexy liar v says my hand glowing my hand glowing like michael my cup red like seventh day of her cycle oh my god i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck about no freak bitch that hoe getting recycled. You so much of a little boy? They should charge you as a minor. There you go. That last bit was awesome. They should charge <laughs> you as a minor. <laughs> he's so funny, dude. That's that's pretty great right there. That's gruesome, he, but that's. that's he's funny. very much Detroit <laughs> rap. Yeah, like, yeah. So he's awesome. He, I some of the on this because just a lot of people like I follow were like posting this on their story or like mentioning it as like a project they thought was really fun. So I was like. I'm going to give this a shot and like it's a fun listen it's just fun to listen to so number nine is V's keep it moving here number eight it's Caroline Polachek's desire I want to turn into you I think Aiden did a great job talking about this one uh for me this is one of those like kind of like V's where like a lot of people were listening to this people I know people I follow and I'm like but give it a shot it was definitely something different for me. The kind of the experimental pop realm is not something I step into often as a music listener, but I just really liked it. Like I kind of said, when Aiden's talking about it, really impressive, like sort of me- method to the madness kind of music where everything feels so different, but it fits really well together overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, is, is it improper to say there there were some Charlie XCX vibes at times?
1: yeah they're they're both they're both in they're both in a similar lane so that's fair
0: yeah so like from the limited charlie xcx stuff i've heard there's some similar vibes there uh i just thought it's like a really engaging kind of wild listen because of how like all over the place it is but it's a fun journey and it kind of fits like i think the title like desire i want to turn into you like that kind of idea of like desire like that sort of passion or focus fixation i think it comes through so it's a really good project uh don't really want to kind of overstate you know kind of elaborate too much because i think we've kind of covered why we like it top three tracks for me bunny is a rider blood and butter and butterfly net Uh, i also do like the like variety in that she sometimes is a little more slow ballad like singing and then other times it's like playing with her voice and doing stuff that's got a little more juice to it so and then off of one of Aiden's favorite tracks, my favorite lyric is from On Pretty Impossible. She yeah. says, now you got one eye on the lane and one eye on the lava, spinning out, yeah, I respect that, but I was born to get you home, home where it's all red and velveteen, fallen back into the leaves, so true with your lipstick on my thigh, drink the tears until they dry. She can awesome. write,
1: smokes. She, she can write. write. That's good stuff right there. <laughs>
0: number seven mike with burning desire now mike i think has had a couple projects this year i think one is an alchemist collab
1: album and i am the fool that didn't listen to any of them so i'm sorry my, i need to listen heard to your, your very good one i've heard you're really good mike i'm sorry <laughs> mike is yeah
0: my first note mike is really damn talented uh it's just well like to be very like the tldr is it's well well produced incredibly written and it's performed by somebody who just has such a clear idea of what he wants this album to be what he wants every song to be like someone who just has incredible control of the material it helps that i think he has produced the entire album himself or is involved in the production of like every track so it's just someone who knows what he wants to do and is just executing it at such a high level I think it's incredibly lame that sometimes he gets, like, the Earl sweatshirt at home yeah. comparison. Because that's not fair to him. Like, he's his own artist. They have a song on this. It's a great song with the two of them on it together. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm forgetting. I think it's, like, Clipped Angel Wings or Clipping Wings or something like that. Um, But it's a great song. It, you know, And I think it's fair to say, like, okay, Mike, inspired by Earl in maybe a similar lane as Earl you know but i think that's kind of unfair because like that's kind of how music is right like i'm sure earl has inspirations and some people would say oh you can tell earl's music comes from him listening to this this and this because it's in this kind of lane so i don't it gets kind of lame like it's not like he's like a ripoff i don't think they sound exactly the same yeah um yeah especially a project like this is very like it's very much him it's personal like his life, his worldview, the world he's building in this music, it's all clearly coming from him. I mean, we're talking about an album where one of my favorite songs on it's called Billboards. And I think on Spotify, you'll notice it says like Billboards with and I apologize for if I mess up this pronunciation, but it's Billboards with Anul Wapo, Sandra, Mache Kodunmi. And I was like, why is the the song is just called billboards, but who is the inclusion? And like, I mean, it's a song with like a voice, like a voice recording from his late mother on it, you know, like it's a very personal project. And it's interesting too, because I was reading up on him and people say he's got like a very like controlled laid back kind of approach to rapping. But on this one, you get a little more, like there's some more urgency on certain tracks where the production's a little faster. He's a little faster. And even when he's kind of that in control, laid back, maybe kind of guy, very pointed and maybe not angry, but like aggressive almost at times with what he's trying to say. And he is producing on this one. He produces incredibly well. There's a lot of great vocal cuts that he's probably pulled from other tracks. There's a mix of like jazz and like really cool sounding loops. He also clearly likes to experiment quite a bit there's some like weird cuts and like the production isn't always as consistent as you would expect and that's what makes it such a fun listen i think sometimes people think oh here's our new boom bap rapper of the year for all the backpack for the backpackers or whatever but like it's a really fun listen because it is varied it feels like a bit of a journey kind of meandering through things um songs like zap have like a great like energy to it a great sample you know songs like it's incredibly titled african sex freak fantasy which is a wild song on title alone but also is lyrically pretty incredible as well and like i just think that for an introduction once again to an artist it's an incredibly personal project it seems like and you get a lot of just his mannerisms his view on things his personality And I think it just rocks. I think if you want really good kind of low key jazz rap with like some like experimental production or stuff sprinkled out and just really good rapping, Mm -hmm. this is the project for you. It's not just, it's not just someone trying to copy paste some boom bap. It's really got a personality and a lot of thought and creativity put into it. So burning desire, number seven. And I will say my top three tracks are Zap, African Sex Freak Fantasy, and Billboards. And then my favorite lyric off of Zap. uh, It's a bit of a long one from like part of his verse, but he says, Lie, orchestrate, the clips and I score them. Pick a side, hug me, then talk shit up in the forums. It's been demise, how my family rich until I'm born. How this little fire walked me through the blizzard and the storm. Disfigured and distorted, she dig in my rapport. I symbolize the issues, all missions to the court. I prickle like a thorn, be civilized for, have to kick you to the floor. It's business ties. Prezies lie like in the morgue. So,
1: that's, that's good stuff. stuff right there. That's, that's my- that real hip hop.
0: <laughs> Real hip hop. And I can definitely do number six before we head to the break as well. Before I get into the album, uh which is by Kali Uchis, uh, I saw this on my timeline today. She's pregnant. Her and Don Tolliver are expecting a oh, child. So wait, congratulations. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Her and Don Tolliver are together? Yes. I did not know about that. <laughs> Good for that. That's great.
0: Yes. I'm sure a lot of the comments on these posts are a bunch of it should have been me, Yuki memes. I'm, I'm sure.
1: Every comment is very rational and very healthy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Kali Uchis, since like a lot of people, I kind of learned about her from her features on Scumfuck Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. Uh her voice is just awesome. It caught my attention. That album made me go listen to I think it's Flight 22. Uh is that what that <laughs> one album's yep. called? But that it, she's just got a great voice, a great style, uh I think she's got one of my favorite just voices in music today and she's just incredible on this project. It's like you've got a great voice, you've been making great music and it's just like oh hey the more I make music just the better I'm somehow able to get and this just feels like a very fully realized project. She just is so good at singing about love and intimacy and sexuality and she's so in control of just her sexuality. She feels so powerful on these tracks and I even wrote like it's weird like as a listener like you feel sexy question mark like it's just a very sensual album and it knows that's what it wants to be and it's very good at that the atmosphere is just beautiful and lush and like spacey in a way appropriate because this album which i didn't even say the title number six Kali Uch's red moon and venus is i've seen it because i like to kind of also read what other people say about the project like regular listeners like user reviews on metacritic and then other just publications and a lot of people use the word spiritual and i think that's a great way to describe this just feeling you get when you listen to the album and potentially this album while at 6 might be the best combination of production with an artist's voice it's so incredibly just beautifully mixed together um my top 3 tracks on this are i wish you roses all mine and moonlight which actually is getting a bit of tiktok play that i just want to get high with my love or lover that song is getting a bit of tiktok run so that's cool but it's a really good album also Aiden, you discovered don Tolliver and her art dating <laughs> did not work about that at all <laughs> they have a song on this together and it's great they have great chemistry vocally and it's like a song about being in a relationship and it's very like awesome and talks about like infatuation and it's cute but it also kind of seems to talk about how like you know sometimes there is a bit of like the you know emotions in a relationship can be a bit all over the place but there is always that love and infatuation you have for each other and i think it's a very pretty song it sounds great there's just great production in general on here um those three tracks are named, but just also in general, just like a lot of good mixture of songs with a little more pumpy, like there's a little more like of a pulse to it and that it's got more pace, maybe a bit more energy, but also laid back, just kind of like letting her just sing her ass off. She's really good at doing just like the, I'm not going to attempt to do it because it'll sound awful, but like you don't sing, right? She's just making like noises and kind of just like mm-hmm. going up and down her register and it sounds beautiful. And um, my favorite lyric I'll say right before we take a break is from All Mine where she says I hate your phone throw it away wish it had never been invented what if for now we just pretend the world don't exist what if we never kissed that song is incredibly sweet and it's about how and what I also love about this, and I'll end it with this, is there's such like, again, a power to her and how she feels about her love. Like she's in a relationship with a guy and she says in the same song that I could give him to you and he'd come back to me. That's how much he loves me. Or there's like another song where she's like making fun of an ex-boyfriend, uh, I think, saying something about how his new girl would rather be with her and eat her out <laughs> instead of be with him.
1: <laughs> That's confidence. So <laughs>
0: confidence, baby, confidence. That's number six. Red mood in venus I think right on cue for a break, too. And we are back. Uh Aiden, it's time for you to take us through uh your five through two. Uh I just want to ask uh any thoughts on the albums that I listed? Just wanted to. Um, you I mean, listened to more I, than
1: I did, so I'm I, curious. if you listen know, to some of these? I or? have some. I had some blind spots. So we talked about Caroline Polachek. We talked about Amare Amare. We, st- we never fact checked that, but frauds. Um, I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah, I I will say this much, Shiba-san. Um The Ke- the Kele Uchis album, Kayluches, Uchis. I forget how to pronounce it right now right yeah um i did not listen to it but okay <laughs> when i was in ireland i was at an ice cream parlor and i was waiting for my ice cream they were playing some songs off the album it sounded very good <laughs> ireland went, ice cream approved yeah and i went i'm gonna listen to this this year and i never got around to it so my bad <laughs> that's <you> kind of <laughs> awesome though We
0: yeah know, ice I, cream shop at ireland's just like yeah man get sensual while you eat that ice cream it, it was
1: pretty interesting um as a music choice but no it, it's all sounded it sounded very good i was in there for like 10-15 minutes so yeah. um they were just playing the album so it, it was it sounded really good that's what i'll tell you yeah. I feel, I, I, like stand you'd, by your
0: I feel like you'd like Ganger and like uh, like just because like I said it's fun to like ride around to. I feel like John would really like that if he hasn't heard he, it. He's probably already listened to it if it's Detroit
1: Hip Hop. I'll he's check like in with him He's like the CEO of Detroit Hip Hop Exactly. So. Yeah. I'll check in with him on that later. Um, okay yeah so I guess I'll start with my five through two right? Yeah number five. Number five. Uh, yeah so this is a new artist I just heard about because of kind of good word of mouth around him uh mm-hmm. mckinley dixon's beloved paradise jazz or sorry i i messed up the enunciation on that because it's a question mark it's beloved paradise jazz 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 i think i've uh, seen
0: this one get posted around a bit and i remember being like i think you've even shared something from it with me and i was like oh this seems cool and it like you with ireland and ice cream yeah i just like never got around to listening to it
1: well shame on you the uh <laughs> This is definitely one of my favorite hip hop projects of the year. Um he apparently this is apparently his sophomore album. I've not listened to his debut yet, haven't got around to right. it. But just of the best way I could describe this is that he's a very good lyricist that over these obviously jazz inspired instrumentals, uh, delivers just very good, sometimes heart-wrenching performances, depending on what the uh subject matter is um it also contains a feature from one of uh, one of mine i think one of your favorite new artists or newer artists uh guys guevara, guevara guevara yes sir and we met the guy and i'm i'm messing up names it's guys got guevara. some great tracks that he released
0: this year too absolutely yeah and he's got a project it might make the list we'll see it it didn't for me,
1: you know, like uh but I'm ha- but also no I i'm saying, for next, also- I'm saying oh, for next year. I'm saying for next year, next year, maybe yeah, whatever
0: maybe. he's coming out with this year.
1: Yeah, no, his his this year though is good too. But um the yeah, he, one of our Vasant and I we met him at a concert he performed at he crushed it. Um very mm-hmm. interesting, funny guy. Uh he has a verse on this that I think might be my favorite of the year the best verse the of the year yeah in the song um live from the kitchen table that just it i let me see i'll pull it up real quick actually i'm definitely um, gonna to listen to this
0: now because now at this point it's like everyone's talking about this
1: i gotta go check it out you gotta go it, you, at least listen to live from the kitchen table because yeah at least that's at least first, that song like, i'll listen to yeah i'm not trying to like focus so much on guys's verse because of like because mckinley is so good, on the yeah. Sound the album the made board. the list,
0: not the verse.
1: Yeah. Uh, like he he's like he opens up with just such this incredible imagery, like he's just heartbreaking. Uh, the, for live from the kitchen, uh, kitchen table. McKinley Dixon goes from the timeline where n words don't die. The skyline just takes back our fables. Oof. Yeah, and. He's talking about like my right hand placed on a rifle, left hand gesturing about some fables to a child who don't yet understand. I pray one day she able from the table. where doing hair is still a crusade. And what's the point when they pop little boy where his fingers stick his pomade. I seen it should have, should have took a route less scenic. But when you don't see the sun often warmth is something you go, fiend- you got s- warmth is something got you fiending. Dude, like, just, oh God, That's real motherfucking boss. (laughs) Absolutely, like just okay, just such a tragic imagery of like this idea of a little kid getting killed in the city because he just went for like a scenic route on his walk home, you know? Yeah. And he delivers very heart wrenching things like that. This entire album, and Geist jumps in too with just like one of the craziest lines of the year, which is. Nothing more ironic than bottle popping when Kin is breathing through a tube. Which I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, He's also
0: like that opening line on yeah uh his verse, not guys, um yeah, but like the the the, the skyline, yeah, you know, on a line where what was the, the opening line again?
1: Yeah, it's um from the timeline where N words don't die, the skyline just takes back our fables. Yeah,
0: dude, that's oof. yeah. It's that sense the yeah. tone immediately. Though, oh, this is real bar hours, brother.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, another thing I should mention about this album too is that it's all inspired by the works of which poet? Um, one sec. Like, uh, sorry, I'm just like completely blanking right now. On the on the poet that's it so let me just look it up real quick yeah like the title or like the track titles or something like that like yeah everything about it um by the way you can tell this is real hip-hop hours because it's on wikipedia it's like it's a jazz rap and conscious hip-hop album
0: conscious.
1: <laughs> tony tony morrison tony morrison it's based off the works of tony morrison gotcha so uh, it's all inspired by that, including the album art, the song titles, things like that. Um, Yeah, Geist, just like verse of the year. Um, Again, nothing more ironic than bottle popping when Ken is breathing through a tube. Almost chalked the function when I got the news. Because he's just taught like his verse is so much about how desensitized he is to violence in his own life and losing people. Yeah. That he's like i was at i was at a function i almost left when i got that upsetting news about my family on their deathbed yes just like it, it, it's um, very real like it's that i, I yeah. love
0: it so I, it, you, you love music that doesn't like hold back punches like especially when it's delivering a very like poignant important message
1: yeah absolutely um i yeah i just uh if if Someone doesn't listen to the whole album. Just listen to live from the kitchen table. That's one of the best tracks of the year. hundred percent. So, um, Mm -hmm. again, just really great album, really great lyricism from McKinley really excited. See what he does next. He also brings just like very effective flows. It's not like he's, um, I wouldn't describe him as like a rapping machine or anything, but he's a very capable rapper.
0: And And, poetic clearly. And poetic. Definitely.
1: Yeah. But I'm not, I'm saying if you're expecting crazy flows or anything, I'm like, no, it's not. He's, he's storytelling. Yes, that's Um, the focus. Yeah, but yeah, some of my favorite songs on it. Live from the Kitchen Table, like I said, one of my favorite tracks of the year, absolutely. Um, Let me pull up. Sorry, I had this one written down, but I can't find it at the moment. Um, Sun I Rise. Right. uh, Dedicated to Tar Feather. And then Run, Run, Run. So definitely take a listen to this album. I just think, again... It'll be heavy at times, but it's definitely worth it. Um my number four. Amare, Amare, either way. Sorry. Uh, we should get that right. Fountain baby. Talked about a bit with the, right? talked about it with Vassanth when he went as well. The other points I would just emphasize excellent production, just incredible production, great beat choice. Um, so much fun definitely my pop album of the year i would say so all right congratulations way to crush it
0: uh yeah and i'll just also say i think it's really cool because i think when i was like reading up on stuff she said like her vision is like she wants to make like futurists like afro be afro pop Yeah, she's she's on the way to that (laughs) yeah like it's there she's
1: definitely doing that um yeah, genuinely very like forward-thinking music. Like I, 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 was hearing it and I was like, yeah, this is twenty twenty-seven. You know, this is it's hot people shit time. music. If you don't like it, look <laughs> in the mirror, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I love this stuff. She, she again, I'm not gonna spend as much time on because it it's something I already talked about it. But I just say it's number four for me for a reason. And how'd you, that reason... how did you find out about this one too? Was it like a recommendation or did you just um? Like... I think I just saw people posting about it on Twitter. Honestly. And you are like,
0: I'm interested.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I know I remember um I had seen a few people. The first song I heard on was Angels into Pet, because actually it was Guy Scabar posted. He was like, This the hi hats in this are insane, which is true. Um and I I listened to it and I be like, yeah, I gotta listen to this whole album. But I'd seen like a few other people talk about it before then too. But that was like the one that was like, oh I'll listen to this song. And I was like, yeah, I gotta listen to the whole thing now. Um but yeah, that you know, my, my favorite tracks on there. Um Angels in Tibet, hell yeah. Just incredible. Hell yeah, dude. Just hell yeah. Um disguise, I love to um the um whoops, sorry, my bad i i lost where i had those written down so that's my bad i gotta check out the album because i'm bad at titles right now um reckless and sweat or reckless and sweet oh my god banger and co-star as well so that is what i think about amore's album do you have any other comments you want to say about it before we move to the next one no i think
0: think you're good yeah stuff you added on kind of just you know really Mm -hmm. drives home the main point which this album rocks. It's sexy. It's jelly yeah, yeah. jams. She's an incredible performer. Like, you know, I don't think we could give more glowing endorsements about like, no, I mean, absolutely. So listen to all of these albums that we talk about. Yeah, you can yeah. Definitely go listen to that one. If you're looking for some fun.
1: You yeah. Know, music for sure. <laughs> Number three, uh, Basant, I need you to get that backpack and I need you to pull the straps down as far as you can. Okay. Let's do it. God, I should have looked up how to pronounce this. Vor Dyer, I believe, by Earl Sweatshirt and The Alchemist.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, this is peak backpack hours, baby. I, look,
1: I, I can't help it, okay? I gotta have a No, the album's good. That's <laughs> occasionally.
0: <laughs> uh, look, you, I had Mike you... on my list, so, you know, we're yeah, okay, pulling fair. down.
1: I, I have Earl, you have Mike. That's fair. Did you want to listen to this name, Point, by the way? Not all of it. Not all of it? Okay. Um... For hip hop, best produced album of the year, probably. Yes. (laughs) Just out of the ones I listen to, The Alchemist is such an incredible producer, but he does such an amazing job pairing his beats to like Earl's very droney delivery. I don't say that as an insult to Earl. I think Earl is a very capable rapper, and he has his own style. I think it's really cool. I think his output, like depending on the album, is a bit inconsistent in quality. Sometimes you get something uh, like Mancala on this, which is maybe my song of the year. Um, again, Geist yeah. has the verse of the year. This might be my song of the year. It's just like perfect. Him and Vince on it are incredible. Him um, and Vince are great whenever they decide to squad up on a track. And then other times he does something like East, which is still confusing to me to this wow, day. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's the most divisive yeah. track I think he's ever put up. Absolutely. I'm on the side of like, it's not that
1: good. Uh, east but yeah it's, i lead on this the, look it's i memorable. like goofy
0: production as much as yeah. the next guy but it's it's not a great listen for me yeah. personally it's interesting though and it's memorable i but... give him credit for doing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but... oh yeah like
1: i no one else would that was insane person moved to rap over that yeah. so i'll give him that yeah but no what i was just really say about it is just like i said production is excellent i think i think earl and alchemist have just great chemistry back and forth on it I mm-hmm. think that The Alchemist is productive. Like, I think, again, it's like a musical match made in heaven, in my eyes. Oh, it's um, like, when
0: you see those two days together, you're like, hell yeah, this shit about to
1: go crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's Earl's best project since... Dor- Was it Doris, right, or his one from way back? Yeah, Doris is like the way, yeah, from... Yeah, it's like it's it's definitely his best one since then. I would definitely say so. Um, and probably probably his best one overall but yeah there's not a ton to say about because it really is just backpack hip-hop stuff like i can't even say much more it's real backpack like, hours it's just real, bro it's just real backpack hours i'm sorry like i'm just like i'm over here i'm like yeah that's that's hard that's a bar that's a bar like i, I i'm sorry you know and uh some of my favorite songs on Mancala, heat check vin scully and caliphate the songs with him and vince are just perfect Mancala and caliphate they're both excellent i like Mancala a little better but um excellent songs with vince uh so i need to see more earl and more vince staples together in the future vince is apparently dropping this year so we'll see i would love that it's been it's been a little bit hasn't it like 2021 maybe 2022 probably no when was was, um when was Vince Stable Staples? Was that twenty twenty two? Twenty twenty two. He didn't have anything in twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Like, tank, I don't remember. I'm so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just impatient. Then that's not that long ago. Yeah. But, yeah, but it'll be cool. Impatient.
0: I hope Earl Verse would be nice if he decides to do it. Yeah. Uh.
1: Okay. My number two, which is going to be on the list, I think as well. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Spoilers there, but, Noel. We had Paramore, this is Paranoel, after the magic.
0: Hell fucking yeah, dude.
1: Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Shout out, I wanted to say it's in. Korean shoegazy music is
0: here. <laughs> Korean shoegaze is here. It's in my notes. Shout out to Larry who put us on.
1: <laughs> yeah, Larry did put us on to this, yeah. He I put got us on. on him. Every man uh,
0: dreams he... of their friends saying, you put me on this
1: when it comes <laughs> to music. Yeah, it's like how I put the song on, on hip hop, you know?
0: <laughs> exactly you know like it, this is actually the crowning achievement of larry's life not him getting engaged or anything it's actually the fact nah, that he put nah. us podcasts Please. music listeners onto some great music it's absolutely. A big moment
1: absolutely favorite um, <laughs> just what an album man what an album it's one guy it is one guy do? so that's the context we should start with um, it is one guy in his bedroom in South Korea on a keyboard just playing cooking. with the settings, just cooking. Yeah, just cooking. He's he's playing with all you know, you know, those key- keyboards he has a kid where he hit the button, and make drum noises, and yeah, even um, like modern, like guitar, key- like I used to like all have that. a casio. You can do that yeah. with like any keyboard. It, so that, like well, that's exactly crazy. what he's doing. He's using a casio. Like, I was like, take that like keyboard he has a kid, and I'll take like make it like an actual instrument, basically. um that's what he's using the casio type thing and it's crazy it it is crazy sounding how well he uses just that one instrument he's a sound engineer extraordinaire yeah it's it's nuts i have no idea what he's doing in i don't know freaking like, like for post-processing yeah. garage band whatever he's doing
0: this shit at garage band he's the greatest I, producer to ever live I that's know, all I I i'm s-
1: what, what do people use now like what is like the, the fl producers? studio fl, FL studios. studios yeah, yeah. That yeah there's another one i can't yeah. think
0: of that it's like really complicated that people used to but no it, yeah it's a crazy yeah. level of effort and definitely on like the sound engineering the mixing like it mm-hmm. sounds like a band in like a professional studio. It sounds incredible. Yeah, when when I
1: found it, like I was like, oh wow, this album's incredible. And texted liar about it, like, yeah, that like these guys are awesome. He was like, it's a guy. Guys. I was like, oh, you mean like he's like the songwriter and the rest of studio musicians? He's like, no. It's one guy on a keyboard. I thought you knew that when I told you. I was like, I did not know that. This is um, the
0: new and cooler version of the Tame and Paula thing where it's like, did you know absolutely. Tame and is just one guy? Nah, real music already. heads.
1: Yeah. They're saying, you know, you know Paranoel's
0: one, one guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's so it's so crazy. He's so real for that. Music um, rocks.
0: Just music yeah, like nah,
1: rocks. Incredible stuff. And like Genuinely, like my I'll say it's about my number one, number two. Like it's one A and one B. You know, it was really close. Um, but great it's...
0: atmosphere, dude. Like this is yeah. when I talk about atmosphere, this music is like it really does create like a sound environment, like a soundscape. Like I feel like I'm living in a the a world with this album. Like it created a world and I step into it every time I listen to it.
1: Yeah, that's right. And so
0: full and like I don't know how to. I'm using words. I don't even know if they make sense, but it just feels like the music like takes you in, and it's so yeah. deep and layered, and it feels yeah. like a band, just like a symphony of beautiful sounds. And his singing is pretty right. good too. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it yeah, fits definitely. really nicely on the sort of soundscape he creates.
1: And I also recommend to everybody to listen to his live album, which includes a 45 minute performance of a song not from this album, but of a song through the endless night. 45-minute-long performance of it. It's incredible. It is He's
0: a musical genius, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, He, yeah. Paranol, so in on him. Let's go, shoegazy boys. We're back. Um, Shoegazy boys have never been more up after this. I, yeah, I'm just anything this person releases in the future i'm in another thing yeah. his identity is unknown which i hope the internet doesn't ruin that you know if he wants to be anonymous mostly let that be yeah let, let him me. just
0: be this mysterious genius yeah. from yeah i think korea. it adds to it i think it adds actually somebody, yeah the
1: mystique just yeah. some dude in like his like moderately sized bedroom in south korea is just making one of the best albums of the year like that's and like not even going for fame just being like yeah i don't want people to know who i am i'm like that's crazy um but yeah that's my my oh my favorites on that one insomnia great song we shine at night uh let me pull up my other two it was uh polaris yeah. mm-hmm. polaris, polaris and uh imagination oh and also I'll throw another one too sounds sounds inside me waves inside you
0: you've honestly just named almost the entire track. i've named <laughs> half the album
1: but that's why it's so good (laughs) it's a number two for a reason number two it's number two for and again it's like 1a 1b this year it's very tight so yes yeah
0: okay number number five alchemist is on my list too but not with Earl's sweatshirt it's larry june and the alchemist on the great escape and my first note yeah, i ahead. might be
1: washed i didn't i didn't listen to this either
0: but so us <laughs> okay. larry june had i think a couple projects this year maybe as Been well but... to any of them whoops <laughs> <laughs> but as i wrote in all caps here in my nose this is real luxury rap
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is a certain good. level
0: of just coolness and swagger that you need to do like an album like this with this kind of production. And I think the general kind of vibe that you're going for, mm-hmm. and Larry June just has that in spades. He's got like an yeah. incredible voice and his lyrical content and just the personality he conveys are just a great fit for what the alchemist is cooking up here on the production mm-hmm. side. Um, I gave, uh, well, you know, when we talk about like great producers or whatever today, I think the alchemist is obviously up there i'm sure for a lot of people they might even oh, say yeah. up there all time when it comes to just making great music great instrumentation the alchemist is awesome like he creates such a great atmosphere on all of these songs it really feels like you know it fits the vibe of like the great escape the cover art someone like driving like a luxury car you know You know somewhere nice probably just driving right so it feels like music that transports you to like the coast in europe or something driving an exotic car eating food with names you can't pronounce and drinking good wine like it really Mm -hmm. feels like that and it's awesome it's like it came out i think around the summer it's an incredible summer album um and like you know i think i described this as like this album is like oceans 11 in italy in the summer Mm. i don't know if that, that means anything to anyone but that's what it means, means to me.
1: that this means something to me okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that like just a cool experience to listen to it just makes you feel cool he everything exudes coolness uh larry june is very slick like he's got bars but they're not going to be it's not super obvious that oh there's a punchline here there's like they're kind of slick they're kind of hidden And he's also very direct at the same time. And I think that works. Like, I think he knows what he's good at. He's smooth. He's got slick bars and he's able to just kind of ride these beats very well. And he just does that. Like, you know, there's something, you know, like I think not every rapper does everything, right? Not every rapper is like doing crazy flow switches like JID or not every rapper is just barring you up to death, right? So like knowing like, hey, I am really good at these things and he's just perfected it. For him like that's his style he's so good at it mm-hmm. and oh, man i i wrote i I want you know i have a subaru forester unfortunately not a drop top convertible but i just want to like put this album on drop the top and like let the wind blow through my hair like that's oh, all yeah, is man. just oh man it's such a great album so it'll probably come back in my rotation this next year for the summer but top three tracks solid plan summer rain And Barragon, Barragon, I think it's like a designer brand, potentially. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm poor compared to- Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, you don't
1: don't have wealth, my friend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't have wealth. I don't have real luxury rap money, but Barragon Lightning. And uh, my favorite lyric is on Summer Rain, which features a fantastic Ty dollar Sign hook. Um, Summer Rain, he says, I did shows around the globe and never took a cent. That might have went over your head. I'd be thinking different. I bought real estate before I went and bought the bent. I had suntan toes when you was in your feelings, and I need no record deal to touch my first million. Just slick, smooth. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this real wealth. This real wealth right there. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Number four. Uh, it's a uh, pair a while after the magic. We basically already talked about it.
1: Boom. So, banger,
0: <laughs> banger. I'll just add about his voice. I. I don't ever want to critique people's singing voice because I can't sing. I wouldn't say he's got like some incredible like singing voice in the same Mm -hmm. way that like, you know, we talked about Kali Uchis or Carolina Polachek or Lovi. How do we, Luve? How do we, (laughs) Luve, right? Luve, Luve. Luve, got it, okay. Uh, Or even like, you know, Amare, who has like a really cool like baby voice kind of voice. But Paranoel's voice is good and it's kind of got like, I know people use this word in like a negative way a lot of time, but this kind of droning quality, if that makes sense, that really fits his music and yeah, the soundscape yeah. on after the magic, the almost like not maybe like sometimes haunting at times, you know, kind of really filling the space with like some of what of an echo effect. Like it's a really good voice for the songs he's making and he emotes really well with it too. So even though I don't understand what he's saying, I kind of feel the emotions, the passion when the music swells, his voice does too. And it's really well done. So like, I think he gives a really good singing performance and I want to acknowledge that. Um, My top three tracks are insomnia parade and blossom. And I obviously don't know Korean. So I will not give a favorite lyric, but my favorite part is on parade. There's a section where there's just like no vocals and it's just like the violin or string instrument Mm. from his Casio, just going off. And it's a beautiful yeah. run in that song. How did he do that?
1: I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know either. It sounds incredible.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Number three for me, uh, Aiden talked about it already as well, is This Is Why by Paramore. Bang. um I'll point out what I said earlier. I think it's really cool to see like a punk aesthetic, pop punk, but like in a more mature way. And once again, I don't mean that negatively. I think I really enjoyed that grimy, edgy punk music. You know, some of what you'll hear on Olivia Rodrigo's, both of her albums, but there's like kind of mellower sound that has a bit mm-hmm. of light and edge to it. It fits yeah. the band. I think for where they are, they've been around for like two decades and they took a pretty big hiatus right before this project.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and then released in a few years.
0: So I think there was a bit of like, that, that feels fitting for a band that was maybe reflecting and taking some time off and trying to like reconnect with themselves. So I think that's appropriate. Uh, Haley Williams just fucking rocks. She crushes this entire album. She is yeah. still one of the best vocalists I think around today. And being this good after being in music for this long is incredible, and she deserves all her flowers for it. As is the band. I think they like are awesome. Like the entire, obviously they have to be. This album's like in my top tens, number three. Like, um, there's a lot of switch ups and changes from like how this is why sounds to how say come saw sounds um i really like it's not on my top three tracks but i do really like the instrumentation on figure eight which i think was one of your favorites like the the string the like haunting Mm -hmm. kind of like the did it did it did it did it like i don't know it sounds really good um and it's also i think one of the most consistent albums for me this year i found that even if this album doesn't maybe hit the highs that like number one and number two do for me yeah. It's super consistent. It's always in good to great tier the entire time. I, I agree incredible. with
1: that too. I agree with that too. Definitely one more my more consistent list this year.
0: Uh my top three tracks, This Is Why, the title track, Running Out of Time, and Thick Skull. Favorite lyric is also from Thick Skull, which is the closer, I believe. And it's only I know where all the bodies are buried. Thought by now I'd find them just a little less scary. Might be mm. easier, but you don't get used to it. Keep it on autopilot. Mm. The song's awesome. Logwriting mm. is also A1. So Yeah. Uh, my number two.
1: So, Lassan, yeah. y- your number two is my number one. Okay. So, let's just preface that, right? This is your number two, but also this is Aiden's number one.
0: Okay. So I was going to kind of like...
1: We can have a conversation about this one, I think, just... Yeah, just have it here so well no we can have it
0: when i think you list it as your number one
1: i feel like that's okay more appropriate. sure all right so well, uh, then then i've destroyed the suspense of my number one <laughs> yes we've made right. it so,
0: spoiler anyway. to itself but okay. i mean i think the thoughts are i think i like to think our thoughts are interesting so okay sure. i will keep it pretty brief i will just say my number two it was a project i was super excited for when i heard it was a collaboration that was coming aiden and i got to see it live it is jpeg mafia and danny brown scaring the hose i'm going to save all my main notes for when aiden brings it up so i'll just tell you my top three tracks are perfect god loves you and fentanyl tester i love most of the album and my favorite lyric i'm gonna read it i have to pull it up is on god loves you and it's just the entirety of dandy brown's opening verse that is fair
1: that verse is ridiculous and
0: i'm good to read it to you now so if you're yeah. uncomfortable with a vulgar language uh, well you should have turned away a long time ago um Danny brown opening verse on god loves you check that pussy on my face i'm a talking tongues legs in the air scream hallelujah make her squirt that holy water drink it on wine but no communion only my dick she is consuming. On her knees saying, oh my God. Pull the camera out, let's make a movie. The pussy wet like Noah's Ark. Go ahead, girl, just bless me. If you're to your period, call me Moses, because I'm about to split that red Sea. Give me that head like you're breaking bread. I'm about to fuck you <laughs> like the 12 disciples. All my fault, I'm going to nail you to the cross. Lash on your back, but I know that you like that. Her with my dicks like David and Goliath. Take your thong off, flick it at me like a slingshot. Might give you cock on a mountaintop. Drop shop, get it, get it, don't stop. We like Adam and Eve, but I'm going to eat that apple bottom. Snake in the grass, going to shake that ass. Like Keith sweat, I'm going to make it last. When I ate that pussy, I broke my fast. Ha, 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 ha. That verse is insane. So vulgar. It's crazy. <laughs> I think if they were more popular, you see all the crazy, you know, the snowflakes, to use their language, getting all upset about Lil Nas X. That verse would have, they would have caught fire trying to listen to it, I think.
1: Absolutely. A hundred percent.
0: That's why I think it's so funny. It's like, bro, you think this little Nas X shit could offend somebody? You ain't heard nothing. But there you go. That's my number two.
1: (laughs) Love that album, obviously, because it is my number one. So, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll just turn my number one then, right? Well,
0: before we do that, uh, since we got time on this call, do you want to just do some honorable mentions and then we can take a pause and we'll close with our number ones?
1: All right, uh, Hassan, why don't you start with your honorable mentions first?
0: Yeah, so I've got three. Uh, one, I'm upset because I didn't listen to it and I was like telling myself, I'm like, gotta listen to it, and I just did it. And it's Danny Brown's latest album, Quaranta. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't check it out. I was, he debuted some of the material at the show we went to.
1: Yeah, I actually, I also haven't gotten to it either, so that uh, you're not the only one.
0: Never listened to it. I'm it's a huge bummer because I'm sure it was pretty awesome so yeah that sucks um but i will try and listen to it at some point and i'm sure i'll like it because i do like a lot of data brown stuff uh another one i like vampire by olivia rodrigo i've kind of liked <laughs> it's not a hot take guts, but i feel guts, like that's oh my god what the hell am i doing oh it's because that was my that was i was your favorite song now. guts yeah. by olivia rodrigo yeah. i really liked vampire as a lead single and i was like oh shit <laughs> we're going you're <laughs> She's like walking in all right i was like <laughs> uh, that album rocks uh it yeah. was fighting for like in that like eight to ten like when i was trying to figure out how that was gonna look i liked um her debut project too was that good for you is that one that one's just called good for you or was it also called something else that my sour jesus christ i'm so bad <laughs> all the kids are gonna bully me old I'm man 17. by the,
1: old man facade doesn't
0: that sound <laughs> no i don't but I do, I really do like, you know, her music. I liked some of those tracks off Sour. I like Guts a lot. I think Guts is actually an improvement over Sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: But I think she's really talented. Uh, we talked about pop punk and like uh, Paramore. She's a little more like punk rocky-ish in mm-hmm. that, like pop punk punk rock. But she's really good. She's talented. I feel like it's really popular for people to just dunk on her. Especially people like in our age range and older. And it's like why like yeah it's music for like you're like oh this music's for like high schoolers yeah no shit dickhead of course it is (sighs) like what did you think pop punk and punk rock was for you when it was like 2002 or whatever you know yeah so i really like that project and i think it deserves i think she i mean i'm sure she's she's very popular but i just wanted to shout it out it almost made my list uh but just a little short but honorable mention to her and then Trying to think what i like i i didn't actually write down these honorable mentions mm, i just okay. kind of like kept them stored in my memory but uh another one that i do want to give a shout out to is um this one is weird because it's like technically not an album it's an ep but at really, time go ahead yeah but i really liked uh win or winnie this year dropped an ep called uh some like it hot and i really enjoyed it uh, i think she's started to gain a lot of popularity she had a single job a rant which i think did some pretty good numbers she's a really talented rapper and i think she's kind of found a sound like she's kind of a, like a, a sound or style she wants to really focus on and i really really like the project thought it was really you know she raps well production's good it you know it's an ep so maybe it doesn't you know get to make this list but for dropping just a really solid consistent well-produced well-performed ep Mm -hmm. gotta show love uh for an artist who i think is sort of starting to make her way up in terms of her popularity so some like it hot by win winnie there you go very nice
1: um yeah i'll run through mine real quick um boy genius the record
0: yeah that's a popular one this year
1: sadness my (laughs) friends Sadness you don't know how bad things really are. <laughs> That's that is what the album is. You don't know how bad first Louvet, and now um, this, yeah. Oh man, sadness. Um, but really good indie music and uh, super group of three very talented artists. So, uh, really good album. Just you're gonna be sad. <laughs> That's just what you need to know about it. Um, after that, I have. Uh, Guy Squivara, Goyard Coming, Exordium talked about him too earlier one of my favorite younger artists in hip hop super excited to see what he does this is him putting on kind of like a different persona in his rap and he's doing something a little bit more melodic than he does in the past, it's interesting Mm -hmm. I really like it, just didn't quite make the list Um, group therapy, I was mature for my age but I was still a child Uh, good hip hop album shades of early brockhampton is what i would say the best mm. way i can describe it definitely a good that's project. the group with um J- uh tyler oh
0: my god like you got his name who's the he's in abodella bench tyler james williams his like brothers in that group i think
1: i actually didn't know that but that is hilarious now his younger
0: brother is one of the members of group therapy well
1: that's good to know uh yeah no just really good album definitely um another one too um uh shout to a live album uh the paranormal live album yeah uh shout out to the airborne toxic events live at the greek as well very good live album there um has a really good performance of um what a lot of really good performances of some of my favorites by them uh and my last uh one else shout out uh country album Zach Bryan uh by Zach Bryan uh this is that down and dirty country not no not down and dirty this is that real country music real you know? country very very soulful very um stripped back music uh good stuff and good stuff Yeah, just good stuff, yeah. So that's those are my honorable mentions. And then uh, we'll go to the next column, we'll, we'll get to our number ones. Yeah, some other
0: music for you guys to listen to. We'll take a quick break, and then it's on to number one. And we are back. We've gone through... Both of our lists, 10 through 2, giving you some honorable mentions. But now, I think it's time for us to both say what our number one albums are. So Aiden kind of already spoiled his, but Aiden would like spoiled to say mine. yours. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, all right, we'll start with my, because I spoiled already. And also, it's my turn, I forgot. Um, my number one is... <laughs> This is a tough one to explain, just based off album alone, album name alone. But sure, my number one is "Scaring the hose by JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. What yes, what an album? What an album! <laughs> a collab that really I think lived up to the
0: hype for me at least. Absolutely. I thought it was very 100%. good.
1: Yeah, I mean it's my it's my album of the year, so it's like yeah, I definitely lived up to the hype from there I can't. <laughs> no, I can't, it needs to be bro, better bro. than album of the year. It needs oh, to be generational. It has to be album of the decades <laughs> no. Um super just off the wall at the top <laughs> that's what i would definitely call it um just based off the album title we kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into with just being called scaring the hose kind of based off the meme about like turn off blank you're scaring the hose
0: yeah um, it's so funny the album's kind of like named after and kind of even the first song is based around a bit like a meme yeah
1: yeah exactly
0: only be um, only two guys who are as well one guy is
1: chronically online as jpeg yeah exactly jpeg and danny brown definitely incredibly online people um the fact that he starts it out just like the album starts with lean beef patty which begins with jpeg mafia dissing elon musk for making him pay eight dollars a month for it's too expensive yeah like it's like it's like like He's just complaining about stuff that people in the real world don't care about. <laughs> but um he though no, yeah, like they, they JPEG is a producer is just at his best ever on this that was my biggest takeaway from the
0: album. I think it really to me, like, I mean, he's been a great producer, but. He is just yeah. so good production wise in this album. Like, I think they're both incredible, him and Danny. Yeah, they rap yeah. incredibly well. But, like, my standout performer is JPEG, the producer, was fucking absolutely awesome. the insane. way the samples he was pulling for these beats is insane. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, just in crazy stuff and incredible production he, efforts. Incredible production effort. His rapping too was great, and his performances on are great. Danny Brown is amazing. He is as off the wall and eclectic of a performer as ever wordplay and was on another level jokes play was all of it yeah um just like just cr- crazy stuff all across like all across the wall super um, funny multiple, too right like you expect like, some fun, humor fun. from yeah. both of them
0: because that's how they are and it's just it's got such a it's got the personality that you yeah. would expect from these two and it's incredible
1: there's probably like six or seven songs from it that would probably be in my top twenty songs of the year. Honestly, like yes, just it's full of some heaters. It, it, it's crazy, Um and it's just for again. And collaboration albums like this can be very difficult to pull off because you have two rappers with two different, in generally, two artists when you bring together with two different styles, personalities coming together. But JPEG and Danny Brown together are just such a match made in heaven. It's crazy. Um basically yeah, well, album dude. art we're talking about great album art, art. great incredible album art. incredible album art. um but yeah i i love i i love this album scaring the hose is incredible it's 36 minutes of just pure off the wall uh incredible hip-hop and it's like <laughs> jpeg danny brown it's it's in your hands now my friends <laughs> you guys just make more of these please yeah
0: and it's cool that this is like a very successful project for both of them i think it charted in like the new albums category which is great first time i think any danny brown's
1: projects charted at all so which is great for him
0: awesome duo Uh, i'm sure i'm sure they'll go back and do some solo stuff but it would be great if they do end up deciding to because it's called volume one right so hopefully there is a sequel at some point
1: down the line well it was it was being advertised volume one then it wasn't maybe they didn't want to tie themselves like it didn't get released as volume one so maybe they didn't want to tie yeah. themselves down to it yeah it, case, it won't happen but... if it doesn't need to but we'll see yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. some um some of my favorite tracks on it uh my favorite one is scaring the hose the album track and like second single on it just, just insane production yes. just hilarious hook so funny um uh, mm. perfect god loves you uh lean beef patty uh kingdom hearts key with red Veil, the Oof. one producer the one's feature on the album he did great. great feature great feature and uh where you get your coke from too as an album closer so definitely again that's my album of the year so silence number two but it's okay because he's just a hater and i understand so <laughs> <Hater>. <laughs> He's a, this man hates seeing Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia to succeed. Well,
0: Aiden, I would actually say that you're the biggest hater. Okay, okay,
1: yeah. My my yeah, number, number one is lower on my list. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, it's uh Luvé Bewitched, uh, which you had at number nine. <laughs> Aiden <laughs> hates a heartbroken woman.
1: Yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. I I I I I resent that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh my notes for this one uh everything aiden said when he discussed it, and more in that like you know just like incredible vocal performance from start to finish she's got an awesome voice super good for the like the sound she's going for i think in her like her little like spotify bio she says like she wants to like bring jazz music back in a way like that type of kind yeah. of dreamy jazz kind of sound she's trying to like revitalize it that's kind of a thing that she really wants to do and she's got a great voice for it um yeah. and when you kind of commit to a sound and it's come up a couple times with some of the albums that are on my list and even the ones uh the ones on aiden's list this idea of like you have a sound or an aesthetic you're going for but a really tough thing to do is can be to differentiate songs within that because sometimes it all sounds samey right? There's like a weird balance that can be hard to strike of like flow and cohesion with everything feeling like it's the same song.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I think Bewitched is really good as an album in part because that dreamy jazz aesthetic never wears on you because the production is varied. There's like light plucky instrumentation on a song like From the Start, which Aiden mentioned is one of his favorite tracks. is also really popular yeah. on TikTok as well. Uh, there's also like the acoustic version. Oh, TikTok
1: track? Dang it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The
0: sped up version, not the original. Sped up version. <laughs> yes.
1: God, yeah. TikTok's fried y'all's attention, spans. Look, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, I use
0: TikTok. It's incredibly sad that there's people who's like, I can only listen to like the sped up version of something. Oh, come
1: on. That's so stupid.
0: Bring it back people night Court, people, like, the worst way.
1: People, people hurt me, man. When you bring back disco, oh, yeah, this will all be
0: This will all be absolutely. Immediate.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You only speed that stuff up. Disco's no speeding up the disco. No speeding up the disco. You enjoy the disco. Okay. But yeah, you yeah. go back to it. Sorry.
0: No, you're good. <laughs> but the uh, acoustic driven kind of instrumentation on something like while you were sleeping or the song California would be, which is like just like it's got to think there's an orchestra as a featured artist. It's like an orchestral ballad the song is very cinematic, too um absolutely and i think her songwriting is really impressive like her songwriting and performance work really well together because lyrically it's like nice and well written and it's you know there's like a lot of visuals you can see like of two people in a relationship but they're fairly simple and i think that's a good thing because the lyrics are simple they're direct they convey the story but they're incredibly devastating on their own i would argue but then on top of just her emotions like she's a great singer but she emotes so well the lyrics hit so hard and like the heartbreak is so palpable the love feels so real and losing it seems so painful you know like aiden told me that i'd like this album and i listened to it and it was while i was traveling back from a work thing yeah i sent him like
1: three albums and i was like here for your flight back you might like these
0: yeah and i like downloaded it so i could listen to it on the plane And I wrote who hurt this woman and why your mistake has now resulted in me feeling emotional on a Delta flight. And I will never forgive you. (laughs) Like this what's the (laughs) second, the second song is called second best. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, who hurt
1: her? Who did this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a beautiful album. Beautiful singing. Really. You know, you
1: know, it's really funny too. I recommended in that. I found that text. I recommended the Zach Bryan album. I was like, it was pretty good too. I recommended Amore as well, which I thought that one would have been your favorite of the three. And then when you texted me, I was like, you know what? I think it is Lopia, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You were like, I got my album of the year. Thank you. Um album Rocks. top three tracks from the start, Dreamer, while you were sleeping, are my favorite three. But I do like a lot of tracks on this album. I really think the song, the it's like a letter to myself when I was thirteen or something. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some of the sentiments described there. Um, Yeah, man. Yeah, you really did send me three heaters because the Zach Bride one was an honorable mention, right? <laughs> the other two are in the top ten. Boom. So there you
1: go. They did responsible for eighty
0: percent of my list. So or no, twenty percent right. of my list. <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> right, right there.
0: But um, I'm my him. favorite. Remember that. <laughs> you know, however, I'm indebted forever. I'm him. Um, <laughs> made me hip with the kids but my favorite lyric yeah. is from a while you were sleeping which it's the hook um because i think the hook is incredibly just i don't know it's, it's so pretty it's so it's so earnest right like a lot of just the performances come very real like i'm like man someone really did hurt this woman you Absolutely. know and like, and she was really in love with this person or other person but um you know the chorus is i don't recognize myself I'm dancing down streets, smiling to strangers, idiotic things. I trace it all back 3 30 AM that night. Something turned in my heart while you were sleeping. I fell in love. It's Mm. so nice. It's so sweet you know what i mean like oh my god dude she gonna make me cry my man <laughs> gonna no, for real dude and then the second the yeah. second version of the hook is very similar i think it's she says something about like you know like now i'm writing a love song you know writing and saying things i would never say <laughs> uh california and me is really sad like that one also hurts
1: yeah yeah there's a lot of pain in this album
0: yeah and i don't know why but like This album makes me think of past
1: lives for some reason. Interesting. One of the the best movies of the year, too.
0: In the same way of this, like, love doesn't work out the way you would think or life doesn't work out the way you think. And it just hurts sometimes. It does hurt sometimes. So a beautiful album. Uh, And that's pretty much it. I hope you guys enjoyed both of our top 10s. Uh, recording this episode is great for aiden because it can distract him from this notification i just got which is bucks go on 25 to zero run versus Celtics. oh good good <laughs> okay great
1: <laughs> all right well at least this isn't the celtics box game that we're going to go to so... aiden about to listen to luve <laughs> yeah yeah let me let me spin luve real quick actually you know what? i'm above that's album of the year after this game <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was not you're right. Top Aiden after, looking this. at Marcus Smart pictures being like, <laughs> yeah. I fell asleep while you were sleeping. Oh, I man. fell in love. I'm, dude, I miss Marcus Smart so much. I wish it, I, like, the, the Celtics have been incredible this year. I'm not trying to, like, you know. But I wish we were incredible with Marcus Smart. That's all I'm going to say. I miss that, man.
0: Bewitch takes a different tone on when you think about it in the context
1: of Aiden and Marcus Smart, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of my favorite athletes but, right there. That's my yeah. boy.
0: Those are our top tens, some honorable mentions in there too. Hopefully you guys check out some of these. You, you know, you've heard some of these already. Let us know what you like. Let us know maybe if you disagree and you think there's something that we missed, you know, always check us out on social media. That's all linked in the description.
1: I think Absolutely. that's pretty much
0: it. Aiden, you got anything else?
1: You know, just one thing, right? Stay Ah. also happy Happy. new year i forgot we said happy
0: new year yeah we said at the beginning but happy new year this episode will probably come out like at a point it'll be like two weeks into january but hey it's the first time you may be hearing our voices in 2024 so in that case right happy new year
1: and uh yeah happy new year stay creamy stay creamy there you go
0: happy new year stay creamy two important things there you Mm -hmm.
1: go peace out peace out